today is the baptism of the Lord. And it connects the end of the Christmas season with the beginning of ordinary time. It's a short reading, and so we'll read today from Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 through 17. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized with you, and yet you are coming to me? Jesus said to him in reply, Allow it for now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. After Jesus was baptized, he came up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Well, this gospel passage is of particular importance because it reveals the Blessed Trinity to us in a sensory form. We either see or hear in some manifestation the Blessed Trinity. Well, there are three divine persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And each of them is infinite in himself and fully possesses the divine nature. But they are distinct persons, meaning God the Father is not God the Son, God the Son is not God the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit is not God the Father. Even though they're distinct, however, these three distinct persons are not separate. They're united together in an eternal bond of self-giving love. Now, we don't have any perfect image of this, but the closest image we have of being distinct but not separate persons is in the bond between husband and wife, in which it's said the two become one. Well, added to this wonderful revelation of the Blessed Trinity here at the baptism of the Lord, it's also here at this event that Jesus begins his public ministry. He comes from his hidden life now into his public life. So here at the baptism of the Lord, we not only see God, but we also see that God came for us. The Catechism of the Catholic Church starts in the first paragraph by saying that God is infinitely perfect and blessed in himself. Then it goes on to say that he freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life. This means that God needs nothing else to be more blessed, to be more happy. He is infinitely happy. So why does God make us if he doesn't need us for any reason? He makes us for our own sake. He makes us capable of receiving an immense amount of happiness so that we can be eternally blessed, happy, by sharing in his own blessed, happy life. We exist to exist in God. God cares immensely 
about our happiness.